Joel, it's been a while, man. How have you been enjoying doing stuff in the media now, joining the dark side? Right, right. I'm on the other side now. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been great. I've been enjoying it quite a bit. ACC Network, you can watch Joel from time to time. When's the next time we're going to see you on our televisions? Uh, I was hoping I would be able to be, um, you know, in Chapel Hill, but I will be on ACC Network on Saturday from 3 to 7, and then a 10 o'clock show, uh, Nothing But Net, from 10 to 11. That's exciting stuff, and that means you get to break things down from an objective perspective. So let me ask you this. How should North Carolina approach defending Paolo? Like, what do you think they're going to do? I've played against quite a few players where we had to keep two men in front, and I think, I believe that's what they will have to do. Um, I I believe, I mean, he's great going towards the rim, and if he has a full head of steam, it's hard to stop him. I mean, 6'10", 250, that's a lot having to stop to the uh, go to the basket. So I think, the one thing that they will have to do is keep two bodies in him, make him pass the ball out. Honestly, just make him force him into shooting shots. I think if they can keep him to shooting jump shots on some of the possessions, not all possessions, but some of the possessions, I think that can um, play right into the hands of Carolina. How do you think Hubert uses Leaky Black tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, um, it's hard. I mean, he's been offensively, I think he's been playing better, and I think that has helped the team. Um, And so you don't want him to get in foul trouble. Um, I believe he will probably – I would want to see him start on A.J. Griffin um, because he has just been playing really good for Duke and is somebody where, you know, Paulo Bancaro, you need somebody with with some size on him and being able to stop him going to the basket. So maybe Leaky will start on A.J. Griffin, um, but, you know, he can be just uh, – Leaky is just – you can use him in so many ways. It's Joel Berry with us here on WSGS Sports. As you know, there are different ways to skin the cat in terms of how to coach, so everybody's going to add their own flavor to the things. As you watch North Carolina – what are some of the different approaches you've noticed about a Hubert-led Tar Heel team versus what you experienced firsthand with Coach Williams? Yeah, I just see different dynamics in how they're using the defense, how they're using offense. You know, we are really our emphasis was getting the ball down low. And don't get me wrong, Coach uh, Coach Davis still does that. But ours were always started with wanting to get the ball down low and wanting to um, establish that and play from inside to out. Um, now with the team that they have, you know, it's totally different with the guys stepping out. We really didn't have any four men that could shoot from the outside. Um, and, you know, they allowed Baycott to step out as well. So that was very different. And then also, too, just the offensive rebounding. Um, it's not as prominent with this team just because of the spread offense that they do have. But, um, you know, there's still similarities there and wanting to push the ball, play fast, um, and, and get up and down the court. So uh, you still you, you, you still see some of Coach Williams, but you see a lot of Coach Davis and what he has changed. Joel Berry with us here on WSJS Sports. How cool was it for you when you're – I know you were in the studio at ACCN watching Roy Williams get recognized and a banner gets hung. It was kind of awkward last year when 
you he retires and you can't really be next to him and it was on April Fool's Day and his last home game it was like 25% capacity against Duke so last Saturday kind of felt like a real farewell for coach Williams in front of everybody what was the highlight of it for you yeah, it just, you know, one, starting off with the history of Carolina, you know, the legacy, um, that 82 team, I mean, Michael Jordan, James Worthy, the guys on there, um, you know, that was just them being recognized, you know, that that's recognizing the history of Carolina. And, um, you know, as we walk in the gym and as I walk in the gym, or I did walk in the gym every day, you know, just it, it was hard to miss the banners up there. And, um, you know, so that was, that was special. And then obviously coach Williams, a special place in my heart. Um, God gave me a chance to play at a school that I always dreamed of. And, um, the relationship that we, that I built with him when I was there, um, you know, it just went beyond basketball, still some of the things that I do today and just how I conduct myself, um, being on time, um, making sure that I'm showing up each and every day, being the best that I can be. Those are the things that he, you know, instilled in us being at Carolina. So for him to be recognized, you know, that's, um, you know, it's amazing. And the way that he went out, I know a lot of people, it surprised a lot of people. It surprised me. But the one thing that I can say is that he retired on my birthday. So (laughs) I will always remember that. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, just uh, an amazing coach has done so much, not only for the ACC, but as you know, for college basketball as a whole. So, um, yeah, it, w- it was great to be able to see just that history that was standing on the court. Hold up. Joel Berry with us here. Your birthday is April the 1st. So tell me, walk me through your birthday that day. You wake up. <laughs> we got the news at 10 a.m. When did you get the news and how would you describe that day? Yeah, so I was actually in Turkey um, in my season and – think like seven hours ahead i want to say mm-hmm. um so i get a call uh from sean may and he's like um yeah i just want to let you know um coach is retiring today and i was like what i know I, and i know it's april fools i'm like everybody loves to play jokes on april fools and next thing you know the news came out and i was just shocked and I just, you know, I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, I can believe it because he, you know, I mean, he was getting to a point where it was just a lot. And, um, you know, he had done a lot for the game. But then I started getting text messages from other people and on social media asking me, hey, is this a joke today? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, this is real. Um, he, yeah, he's retiring. So it was a pretty crazy day because a lot of people just thought it was fake. Yeah, there's no doubt, uh, because we get the press release at 10 a.m., and immediately I text Kirsch, and I'm like, Kirsch, what's the deal? And Kirsch told me after the fact that he got over 100 of these same text messages. Is this a joke? And he always responded (laughs) to each one saying, no, this is not a joke. It should have been in the press release. Like, at the bottom of the press release, it should have said, by the way, this is not an April Fool's joke. Joel Berry. Right, right. Yeah, there's no doubt. I wish they would have done that. Uh, so I can't help but ask, though. So you see Roy Williams, his banner goes up last Saturday. You've got a banner up there in the Smith Center. I was there when that happened. Where does that rank now that your basketball career has now turned into a media career 
in terms of your on-floor achievements, having that banner go up, what? where does that rank in terms of things that's happened to you? Yeah, um, I mean, that's, that's, that's top. I mean, it doesn't, you know, national championship by far um, was one of my accomplishments that I wanted to have. Um, and so it's, it's uh, part of the reason why my jersey is up there is because of the national championship. So, um, but, you know, it, it just means so much. And it all started, honestly, when, um, when we played in Maui. Um, well, when I first got there, I wanted my jersey to be up there. I told myself I'm going to have my jersey up there, and I wanted a national championship. But it was also, too, in Hawaii, two players that I looked up with, uh, looked up to when I was playing or when I was watching was Ty Lawson and Raymond Felton, and they had their names on the MVP list um, in, the, in the gym. And I was like, you know, I want those are the guys that I look up to. Those are the guys that, um, that, that uh, you know, I pay homage to and just – what I was, what I was doing, and what I, all my preparing. So, to have my jersey up there, um, and to be with those type of point guards, and to be with the type of people that are up there in the rafters. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. And the one moment that I can't wait for is for my little daughter, and um, for me and my wife to take our daughter, and to see her name, see my name, um, and let her see my jersey hanging in the rafters. That will be the moment that'll be special for me. And it's going to be well-earned, so I look forward to when that happens as well, Joel. Uh, before we let you go, though, so Coach K, he's, it's his final vit, visit to the Smith Center. It's crazy to think, like, once upon a time, before even Coach Lebo, Jeff Lebo arrived on campus, like, Coach K was coaching games against Michael Jordan <laughs> at Carmichael going back to 1980. Like, when you think of this rivalry, like, you before you – even became a Tar Heel. It was North Carolina versus Duke, and you knew Duke was going to be really good because of Coach K, and you knew that Carolina was going to be really good because, with the exception of a few years, it was because of Dean Smith or Roy Williams. So what what should North Carolina do? We get it. You don't like that, that other shade of blue, but I think there's some respect there that there might it might be warranted to do something or at least acknowledge what coach K has meant to the rivalry. What do you think? Yeah. Um, you know, one thing coach Williams always told us was, you know, respect your competition. You don't have to like them. You don't have to, you know, be friends with them, but you do respect them. And I think that's the type of mentality that we all should have as coach K is finishing out his last year. We might all have our differences with, you know, being on the Carolina side or being on the Duke side, but the one thing about greatness is you never you never let that go without acknowledging it. And he has done so much for, um, just like Coach Williams has done so much for the ACC, has done so much for college basketball. And it's crazy to think like when you really think about how long Coach K has been at Duke, it's 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 mind blowing. So I think that you know I believe if it was me, you know, with the mentality of just paying respect to what he has done. Um, and what he has brought to the rivalry as a coach. Um, they're all part of it, and he's part of it. And um, so, I, you know, there's no telling what will happen, but, you know, if it was me, I, I love respecting, you know, having respect for greatness regardless of the competition, and I just believe that should be the approach on Saturday. I'm with you on that. You and I agree. I don't know if you give a gift or something. I know Hubert has a sense of humor. 
maybe show up with some just for men or show up with like an icy hot for his back or something. I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know coach Davis, when it comes down to that type of stuff, he really puts a lot of thought into it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was something pretty special. 